What up and welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 122. On this episode, I'm first joined by Koopy. We talk about our Patreon, our merch shop, a little bit of Christmas talk. Uh, I got a video game, Death Stranding, that I just started. I'll bring that up. Um, How to make some Christmas treats. And then most of the episode, we're joined by Pow Wow. Um, where we talk about a new podcast coming out next month, uh, powwows, powwow dancing, Indian town, uh, native communities, the Houston Astros scandals, going to sports games, some of our apartment neighbors, and then a little bit of medical marijuana talk at the end. Uh, thanks for checking us out. A podcast with Mo. What up? We're joined by Koopy. Hi. Merry Christmas. And my dog. <laughs> trying to get her to sit and lay down, not working. Um, Merry Christmas. Yes. Happy holidays to those uh, that are with me on the war on Christmas. Happy holidays. <laughs> happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Winter solstice is today. Yeah, of our recording. This is true. Um yeah, so you're just on here because it is the Christmas episode, and you love Christmas, so I was like, well, at least get you on here at the beginning and talk about it. Um, so I'm trying to remember if I've done a Patreon, that whole thing with Pow Wow. I feel like I didn't, so I'm going to do it right now. All right, so shout out. Patreon.com slash a podcast with Mo. You can go there, give me money, get early access to the podcast, Give me enough money, get shouted out like my mom, Hurricane Haynes, Marshall, Darmanish, Bear, Jay, and Pow Wow. And Snappy. And Snappy, who is circumnavigating Patreon, but is still a patron in his own way. And uh, again, anyone else, if y'all just want to give me money. Um, I don't know if Patreon's cool with me saying that shit, but they're not listening. Guarantee <laughs> that. Um, also, we have a merch store. Um, I need to start buying me some more stuff. I will say, after wearing my shirts quite a bit, they have shrunk up quite a bit. So um, Size up. I'm going to have to figure out uh, how to get a different shirt going on, when that'll be um, probably uh, beginning of this new year. I'll try to sit down the next couple weeks to figure it out. But anyway, I'll have that link on my uh, podcast notes here. So if y'all want to go buy shirts or a tote bag or a hat. Any of that stuff. A mug. A mug. Um, so, how's your Christmas going? It's going okay. It's been a really weird December because work has just been so hectic. It's gone by really fast. Right. And I, I mean, I decorated Thanksgiving break and kind of got in the Christmas spirit. You know, got the house looking festive. Got my wrapping done. But then I was just like swamped with work for three weeks after that and didn't even really get to enjoy it, it felt like. Right. Went quick, for sure. And so now... Feels like we just had Thanksgiving. Yes. And so now it's time to do Christmas stuff. And it's all kind of hitting us hard because we didn't get paid until yesterday. Right. Christmas is four days away now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) We're not normally the procrastinating... 
of Christmas stuff, but this year we didn't have much of a choice. I mean, we got all the shop, most of the shopping done gift wise, but there was a lot of like the extra holiday stuff, like the, the little gift. things you don't think of. Yeah, so that all we kind of had to handle that today because we head out tomorrow. Right. So, yeah, we woke up, did a lot of stuff, was productive, and then um, tomorrow we're gonna go see my parents. Hopefully, that's fun. My dog will get to see their dog. That'll be fun. Their dog is huge now, Hank. They've fat up, fatten up every dog they <laughs> own, just the way they are. So hopefully our dog doesn't get crushed. And then, um, then we'll head to mine. And then we'll go to your family's. Hopefully that goes smooth. And then hopefully we can then relax, get here, and not do like I just have so many plans with the podcast. And the music and all the stuff. So I'm like, I just need some time to just sit here and nerd out for a couple of days on the computer. And I'm still desperately trying to get to my 60 book. Right. And you'll be on in a, probably a week or two, maybe two weeks, uh, to let us know how your if you may, if you hit your book goal. So it's a good yeah. teaser here. So we'll if you've been see. following along, Koopy is... It's, cl- it's close one. Every month is telling us the book she's read, trying to get to 60 books for the year. Isn't that the right number? Yep. And uh, she's very close, so we will see what happens. Um, I bought a new video game, so Redbox, for anyone out there that still doesn't know this, Redbox is no longer renting video games out, so if you go to one, they'll just you just have to buy it. It's like the only option at the moment. So Death Stranding just came out. It's still like, you know, $60 or whatever. So it was $25 in a Redbox. It's like, let's go for it. It's a very weird game. Now, I've never really liked Metal Gear Solid, and that's only a big, only important here because Kojima is the guy who made Metal Gear Solid, and then this is the first game he's made that's not like Metal Gear Solid in a long time. And uh, anyway, story's really weird, but the gameplay I like. It's just walking and balancing all these packages, and that part I find fairly relaxing. Now, you've come in at some parts that are fucking crazy, Yes. Where it's like you're just walking there, and then all of a sudden this little robot on your back starts blinking, and then there's shadow people that are attacking you, and then there's wells, and you're in a black ocean in the middle yeah, of a forest. Yeah, and I thought and it looked like a city was rising up from the water, but maybe I was wrong. Right, so... It was weird. There's these... The Death Stranding, actually, because that's what the game is about... None of that makes sense. I'm very early into the game. Maybe they'll explain it someday. But from even a gameplay perspective, it is so disorienting that I'm just like, I don't know what 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 am I supposed to do? Like these fuckers show up and attack me, and then they start throwing me around the map, and I just start walking away. I'm like, I don't I don't know what I can do. So, but so far it's still been pretty fun, even with that. I'm like, yeah, I'm interested. It's different, and it has good art. Right. Looks very cool. Um, but I always like some weird stuff. So anyway, we're going to see how that goes. I would have bought more games at a red box, but they didn't have very many at the one I went to. I think people beat me to them. Yeah. Oh, we forgot to look when we were out and about today. I know. There was other red boxes in town. Missed out on. Um, so anyway, for your Christmas day, though, you made some pumpkin bread. Yes, pumpkin bread. It has walnuts and raisins in it. Right. So... That's kind of become your annual thing. Mm-hmm. It, it's delicious. It's a fail-proof recipe, so it's a good go-to. Right. So anyone out there, look up some pumpkin bread recipes. Uh, 
if you need something easy to make in the holidays in the future. And then we did some weird ass Rolo pretzel thing you did. Homemade candies. <laughs> Homemade candies. So you had a coworker that did this thing where it was like a pretzel and then a Rolo's on top of that and then one M&M is on top of that. Yes, and theirs looked better than mine because the Rolo's flattened out more. Right, ours are still pretty much just a... It looks just like a Rolo's sitting on a pretzel, but... They're kind of melted. They've kind of melted to the point that some of them, when we were trying to get them off the wax paper, were stuck and ripped off the wax paper with them. Yeah, we lost like five or ten. Right, so that was a bummer. <laughs> we we're not ready for that. Yeah, uh, but then but then I made also just some regular go-to chocolate-covered pretzels. Right. It's very simple. If anyone out there has never done it, uh, it's probably the easiest, but people think it's pretty hard because it's time-consuming. Um, yeah. little gift you get somebody you know you give that to someone at the holidays they're like oh this person's fancy yeah so i mixed those pretzel <laughs> treats into uh cute little tins so all of our family members will get a box of those and then a loaf of bread in addition to our other holiday gifts right we're gonna give all these little gifts and they're just gonna be like oh cool things well it's the thought that counts it's fun to do guess so i just <laughs> Tanya, they got us over a barrel on this holiday business. Yeah, you're definitely a Scrooge, a Grinch. They only do it so they can get sell all their old shit at the end of the year. It's all for their fiscal quarters and shit. I'm I'm I handmade a couple of my gifts. There you go. <laughs> so I you know, there's that. Well you're gonna beat the man for sure. Um <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything else we need to talk about before we get to Pow Wow. I don't remember what me and Pow Wow talked about, but we've already recorded it. Um, I know he was in a mood that day, uh, like excited. You know, he was very happy that day. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I think you guys had a good time. <laughs> I remember it. Right. Well, we also did the other podcast, too, and that was like a even crazier time because Skinny was involved. But anyway... Um, well, thanks for coming on, talking a little Christmas. What's your favorite Christmas song? Ooh, well, I've always liked Silver Bells, but people say that song just drags on. But I like it. I think it's pretty and paints a picture of Christmas time. But there are a lot of really good ones. Um, I don't know. What's the Charlie Brown Christmas song? Christmas Time is Here. I like the instrumental version of that. It's yeah, my new that's favorite. that's a beautiful one. Because you were listening to Christmas music and the instrumental is like the last track on that CD, I guess. Yeah. And I was like, this is fucking fire. This is like banging ass lo-fi joint. And it was like, <laughs> no, this is just the Charlie Brown Christmas song. <laughs> so uh, if anyone out there needs needs a good one to it listen to. It is a to. good one. I like that one too. There are so many good ones. All right, well. Uh, Rocking around the Christmas tree. I sing that one a lot. Peace, and let's get to power. Peace on earth, goodwill to man. Merry Christmas. All right, so if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is a p o d c a s t w i t h m o at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. What up? We are joined by Pow Wow. Yo, yo, yo. What a do? Uh, so you're in studio. You know, a rare in studio appearance for you. Yes. 
normally you're calling in. Now, I'm going to go ahead and give a preview. This is coming out on Christmas Day. Uh, my goal is before me and you are talking now, Kubi's already been on here, and we're going to talk a little bit about Christmas stuff. Okay. But she's feeling down under the weather at the moment, so we'll see if that happens. For sure. Um, but you're one thing you're going to do after you leave here is we're going to do the first episode of the Best of Music spinoff series. Exactly. So I think it's awesome on the first one. I'm just going to explain what it is. Well, I'll have to do it again later, but might yeah. as well give a practice run here. So the goal is I went through and listened so far to the first 15 episodes of the music spinoff mm-hmm. when I was at work, and then I made a list. Now, my favorite for – so the first three episodes condensed down to one episode. Okay. The next three condensed down to an episode. Mm-hmm. So basically – and then like if an artist is on more than one episode and I like both of them, I just pick my favorite of theirs. So like an artist doesn't repeat it. So they get one song per artist. Per episode. Per episode. Got it. Right. And then these songs will make it to a Spotify playlist that I will permanently keep. Like I will never remove them. Whereas I do remove them from the other playlist now after a uh-huh. few months. Kind of go up with this one. I'll keep them there permanently. So – They'll you know be there forever, and I personally really think all these songs are really good. Yeah. So that's going to come out sometime in January, probably the week after whatever the music spinoff is in January. I don't know. We haven't really figured out a schedule for it yet. Okay. But we're gonna record it today, hold it, and then over my Christmas break, I'm trying to record more with other people so that I don't even have to fucking worry about it because there ain't no need to wait necessarily, mm-hmm. you know. So anyway exciting shit for sure man i'm just excited to be on the first one yeah and uh you know skinny will be fucking crazy well i'm gonna have to match that level i mean like i i, I literally just had a whole bunch of energy released earlier when i was dancing so i am ready to get down with skinny so right you done some uh, powwow dancing earlier yeah i did um and so it's it, it's funny the the reason um i did it is for one one uh, my style of dance which is uh f- men's fancy dance right um was originated to bring, I'm just going to say white people, because let's just be honest, that's just what we're asking to come to the, the reservation, right. is bring white people to the powwow so we can start getting money. Right. Um, and so I thought it was very appropriate. I don't to even say white people as much as saying casuals. Yeah. It's the same idea of being like, well, we need more dunks. For sure. You know, in, the, in basketball, because people like the dunks. You know, fancy dancing was just, it's like the, it's a fancier dance, it obviously. Is. And, and it's. So. It's more visually pleasing than some of the other right. ones I mean, because some of the other styles are very slow. And we have, you know, a few music makers. And I understand probably it a lot more now than I ever have because I'm – Yeah. I try to explain this to people. And if you don't make music, it's hard to get it. I can't even listen to music the same way anymore. Just like a normal song on the radio. I bet not. I, I just hear so much more than I ever even thought about. Yeah. You know what I mean before? And so you used to be like, you got to take two steps for every beat. Yep. Or more or less, yeah. right? And your shit's all four on the floor is what they would call it, be making, where it's like kick, 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 kick. Yep. If it was like a four loop, I don't know if they are all four loops, but more or less, I think they are. Um, and your feet have to hit the ground twice before that. Yeah, so like both your feet have to hit. Like, that's just what it is. And so then, it's just double time. Like yeah. you're dancing in double time to a the song's BPM. For sure. I mean, that's that's really what you're doing. And so, and when when I and when most people say that's like most people hear. And it's crazy when you listen to an Indian song or a native song, most people, and I just say Indian, we're just going to clear that up right. out of the way real fast. I say Indian. If anyone doesn't like it, you can just piss off. Like, right. I, just, I just don't care. Um, um, you're allowed to. Yeah. Like I just, I don't care, but I do say it literally how I would spell it, which right. is N D N. Right. Um, but anyways, moving on, uh, it's your own cool version for sure. Um, but when, when most people hear, hear those songs, like I can hear when I ask them, you know, how many beats are the, they hear the, 
that one like you're talking about. But right. I guarantee if you listen to it or, or anyone else who's you know sort of musically inclined or has been around Powell's, you're going to hear that second beat of every time. And something I've learned, it's a big hot debate in the producer world to kind of connect it, is now I'm under the impression that if something is 80 BPM, which is 80 beats per minute, is the same as 60 beats per minute. Because for all intents and purposes, for the way I make beats, I could make the same beat both ways. Okay. Right? Like, I could. Yeah. Now, if you're making trap music, normally you would do the 160 because mm-hmm. then you can, your hi-hats can technically go faster, right? Yep. It's easier to do like a double time. Your hi-hat rolls are faster, shit like that. So it's more trappy. And if you've done more of an 80, you're probably going to lean to more boom-bap style beat. But you could, right? Uh-huh. And so for, to me, and as me as a rapper, I'm going to rap to an 80 and a 160 the same. But on Twitter, people will love Technically, the <laughs> musical, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I don't yep. give a fuck. You're just like, fuck off. I, I don't, care. don't care. No, I feel you. Um, So if they're finding it, right, to me, it would be just like rapping where you find the BPM mm-hmm. and then you're like, all right, that's what it is. And this is how I flow to that BPM or dance to that BPM. Right? Exactly. And that's that's what I try to explain to people is, you know, that one, I, it honestly surprises me how many people that live here in Oklahoma that have never been to a powwow or at least never heard of it or, or known that they happen on a regular basis right. um, throughout the entire year, majority during the summer and spring, but they do happen throughout the whole year. Um, and so dancing was just something I wanted to do today. And then explaining to people, you know, how things that they mean right. certain things. I like to educate people and my wife likes to do it too with her classes to tell people you never called a costume. It no. Re- it's regalia. It's regalia. hundred percent. Um, and you know, I do that whole lock. Well, my best friend's black, except with Indian things. Yeah. All the time, <laughs> where I'm like, Cause I mean, a lot of natives around here Yeah, and I'm pretty anti like the tribe. Right. I'm yep. like, I just like that socialism and, fucking picking favorites and i ain't in on it and i'm against the system right so that's just how i am and uh but i'm always like well my best friend's native so it's okay we're good yeah you can always uh, throw that out there for sure i mean i I, definitely use it yeah i mean i I like to dance it's fun i i did add a few new things to my uh outfit and i'm was really excited with it and then honestly i'm excited to get my kids going that's that's my biggest thing is Sai has seen me was getting stuff ready for this and then you know dancing a little bit at the house and he just he really wants to do it um, and that kid has got enough energy that I have no problem figuring out how to let him release it. Right. It's tougher to figure out Paul, but from what I've seen, because I haven't been around Paul near as much as I was around Saya, you uh-huh. know, growing up. Um, Paul doesn't seem quite as energetic as Saya. Not at all. Paul is a true bulldozer. And once he gets going, he'll just stay at that steady pace and he's going to run over everything. Right. Like, he literally beats up Saya. Oh, so people that don't know, Saya and Paul are Pow Wow's sons. Yes. Sorry. Um, um, those are my, my two kids, <laughs> my two redheaded Indian children. Yes. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, but oh, yeah, so speaking of your Indian shit. Yes. Um, so something me and you brought up maybe when I was there at your grow house thing. And I just happened to ask you about it when we done the grow house episodes, mm-hmm. if people remember that. Uh, but well, there was this thing we went to on a field trip when I was a kid in like oh. second grade. And I was just like, everyone in Oklahoma probably does it, right? Because we all go to the Capitol, yeah. and we all do little things. Yep. And I was like, hey, have you ever been to Indian Town? <laughs> and you looked at me like I said, like, you was <laughs> racist shit. Yep, I remember that. And I was like, it was a place we used to go called Indian Town in Anadarko. Yeah, I was like, I'd never heard of that shit, ever. So I should have looked up for I saw this, but I'm not one to research. <laughs> um sure. There's a place called Indian Town in Anadarko, Oklahoma. And from what I remember, you would go there and they would have like 
you know, the log house style of the mm-hmm. northern tribes. And then they would have like the clay pueblo yep. fucking whatever type of house. And they'd have a teepee and they'd have all the, di- and you would walk through and they'd have people dressed up like those people doing mm-hmm. their shit, you know, and you're basically watching them recreate their, uh, indigenous lifestyle. And, at the time, it didn't seem racist at all. But and maybe you, it's maybe it's not. Maybe this is just my white guilt. You know. Well, now. and I also think that it depends. One, if it is uses an educational purpose. Almost, and, I think it was nothing but schools that went there. I, I don't mean, think that, anyone else did. I'm good. Like again, I, I think that's fine. But and this, and you can argue this, but I, I do think you, if they were some like the Tahlequah one, we got blonde eyed, blue or uh, yeah, blue eyed, blonde haired people, right? Um acting as a native and i'm like there's just no way you are and if you are you're cherokee so that's fine um inside joke for anyone who is uh, right. native and if you um, go back and listen to like our third episode or some shit we talk about five dollar indians yep and there's a reason why a lot of indians look quiet and it's because y'all have been now, yeah y'all have been living as them for 120 years or whatever since for sure but there's just a reason yeah no i mean i don't like i don't i don't think it's an issue as long as you're being educational like when we went to the Tahlequah thing it was just right. like well first off they're dressed. They were dressed as if you were in the 1800s. Native people didn't have all the European garment that they right. were wearing. Um, Dude, it's like, I get so mad, and I maybe you know we're talking out of turn because neither one of us are Chickasaw. Yeah, and that's the thing. Um, I think what's interesting about natives or Indians, as me and you normally would call them. Mm-hmm. is there are all these tribes, yep. and they ain't got shit to do with one another. Oh no! And then everyone's like. But Indians. But they're the same. Or like, natives, no. you know. Just, Whereas I mean, in like black people, and I was explaining this to Skinny off mic the other night, we recorded uh-huh. a music episode, of I was like, oh, this one rapper reminds me of you. And not because like all black people look the same, but in the sense of like the idea of like there are a bunch of tribes in mm-hmm. Africa, right? But like then they came to America and they were the way they were bred and you yeah. know, sort of slavery to where they became black, quote unquote, right? Like they mm-hmm. are their own sort of, like some can maybe trace to a tribe or look similar to a certain tribe. But many probably cannot. Right. Like it's just a different scenario. Yeah. Uh, and then I think because that exists, people look at other minorities, like Asians as well. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, you're all Chinese. You're like, bro, the Chinese hate the Japanese. Yeah, you right. saying that shit? Oh, that, I mean, just, and you're right. That, that is something that, that is definitely confusing. I mean, because... When you line up Indian tribes beside each other, there are some clear differences with some of them. Right. Um, that, I mean, just Choctaw's got the biggest, chunkiest cheeks you've ever seen in your life. Well, and where um, they live now compared to where they evolved or lived or whatever you want to think of for years and years are different. Yeah. I mean, one thing all Native people have is they have a slate face. Right. Every one of them. They, they can turn into a slate face for sure. Um, but outside of that, I mean, it, it it's a little strange that we do – classify you know all natives or all indians is is the same but it's also like well i, I get why they would oh but the reason i was bringing that up was because i was going to complain about the chicken sauce here in town but i'm trying to remember what i was going to complain about oh they're commercials they just have these commercials that drive me nuts now are the they Chickasaw the ones headquarter are um here in ada Oklahoma, yep. where we're at and they're i think they're great for the town I've, they're fun- the only thing i'm complaining about is i just think if any organization can say hey we hired this race over all others mm-hmm. I just think it's racist, regardless if it's to fix fucking stealing land. It's still in my mind because I was born in the anyway. No one can get into that shit, but uh, so I'm just like I ain't gonna work for them. That's all. Yeah. That's all I've ever said. I'm not working for them because I don't feel like I'm gonna get fucked over being white. Because I'm not like kind of white. I look super white for sure. I'm more like Rick Rubin white, mm-hmm. like in the sense of being cool as fuck. But uh, as far as looks, you know, I don't. 
I can't pass for a minority. For sure. I mean, I do get that. But they're commercials. They have these goddamn commercials that are like, back in the Revolutionary War, the Cho- or the Chickasaws helped both the revolutionaries and the British. We were there to trade with both sides. I'm like, that's not it's good. Like, that's not good. Yeah, you didn't lie about that, that shit. <laughs> Choose one side <laughs> or the like, other. Come we on. helped the revolution. <laughs> yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Like, and every time they played, I'm like, why are they bragging about this? And then they and then they're like unbowed, unbit, unconquered. <laughs> yeah. And it, right. And you know, if your argument and I made this argument to you since we've known each other forever, yep. of like, you know what? NATO's made out pretty fucking good. Yeah. Given what other indigenous people have in other indigenous people of places and where they're at currently now compared to where natives are now, where they're like, we're our own sovereign nation inside of a government that's the greatest in the world. And we get to get non-tax money from dumb white people that go to our casinos. And for like, sure, they've really got it set. Some of them, not all of them. No. And by the, the way, here, I was going to say, <laughs> did you see this big issue with Governor Stitt? And and the tribes. Well, he's trying to tax them, right, or something? Well, so no, they they've been taxed. So that we have a flat tax that we have to pay on on our casinos. That's just right. what it is. They have, and then if you have cards and like um, and dice games, it's even a higher tax. I remember that because which is crazy to me that one gambling is more expensive. Right, I'll explain that, uh, or not explain, but I remember it came up when the teacher thing happened, right? The teacher mm-hmm. struck, and I was watching all of these fucking online feeds of the Oklahoma State. Yep. Uh, the house and shit doing that those talks and one guy was super anti-gambling and would be like card and dice games are the most addicting and i ain't gonna let that in to my say huh? like because they were like we're gonna tax it more to uh-huh. pay for teachers and then, like the natives brought it up like we will freely pay more to help y'all with fucking teachers yeah, we're good y'all are fucking idiots but the people in congress are like well, we're not gonna guarantee it goes to teachers and you're like it's like well, y'all see, dumbasses this is the problem anyway uh, we have lots of problems in Oklahoma, but for sure. But uh, that's that is a big issue because right now Governor Stitt says all tribes are acting out of compliance, and you know what every single tribe in this state says: "Fuck you, we are not." Right. I've Our, said for I've, I want to say when we started this podcast, like I thought they were going to beat the state to pot. Yeah, because for sure. like friends, we're all Chickasaw nation land right yep. over here, and they could be like, "All right, Chickasaw laws, you can have it." Yeah, there's there's only one tribe currently that they got it legalized. The rest of them do not. I mean, and right. Creek Nation, so like when it came out, they they put out a big thing up there in Tulsa that, hey, you cannot smoke on native grounds. You know, we are still federally recognized. We'll get any funding that we get will be gone. Like, you, we just right. can't do it. We can't we can't say that you, you can smoke, um, which is a whole other craziness. Um, but it, 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 is, uh, it is crazy with Chickasaw. Um, but they, of all things I can say about Chickasaw is they help their people. Right. More than probably anybody else that I that I know, at least regards to the tribes. Right. And I do think for anyone who wants to talk politics and stuff, I do think a lot of the different Native American uh, nations and how they ran across the U.S. are uh-huh. good ways to look at how some bigger socialist or communist or whatever you want to call it or or no, no assistance because some do that as well. You could just there's so many examples of like, OK, let's look at what they did. Because, like, me and you, I will not forget this. It's been over seven years. We were in college. We were trying to sell a little pot here or there, right? Yep. Enough to buy our own pot. Yep. And uh, we go to this girl's house. It was in this Chickasaw's uh, low-income housing is what I'll call it. Because mm-hmm. it looked like the low-income housing I grew up in. Like, very similar layout. You know, the hard tile floors, brick yep. walls, and all that shit. And um, we go in there. And she had a job. You know, none against her. 
But, like, she was like, 90% of these motherfuckers do not leave. And they don't have to have a job. Like, the nation will take care of them. Mm -hmm. They'll give them enough food to get by, and they'll give them a place to live. And people can choose to do nothing. And people choose that. So you can see that where, like, people are like, no, if you were just, it was all for the good of the community. You're like, these fuckers will give them a job, like a good one, too. Oh, yeah. Honestly, the complaints I hear about the places are sometimes your jobs just aren't enough because they have so many people they have to give everyone their own, like, Little piece one little pie, task, you know, yep. and uh, but they'll get you a good job and pay. But people be like, yeah. I'd rather just sit at home and shit. And that's weird because that's just not an option for someone uh, like me, right? Normally, yeah. now I have family who sit at home through other means, or out they figure mm-hmm. another way to figure it out. But um, it's just weird. But you can at least look at that to be like, oh, but whereas in whereas like the Dakotas, they do nothing for them, no, and they are the poorest place yeah, on earth so if you compare this scenario to that then okay this does pretty well exactly and especially when you look at like percentage wise right because a lot of them do do well exactly a lot of them do because they they do get help and they do want to help their tribe and they they want to help the community or area that they're in um right. but you're right i don't know the percentages i'm no, saying it'd I, be I fun to look at i agree i mean i think i think it would it would be far outnumber the people, the people who would want or that are productive people, I think would far outnumber the others. I could be wrong, but um, there, there is a lot of money that they help them with, and, and you're right, they do choose to do it, and they just continue to help them with. It. Right. Like, you know what? If that's what you want to do, I remember that's what you do. And I don't, I'm not saying anything. We knew someone who dated someone who was native, uh-huh. and that native person, uh, when they lost a job, was like. I'll just not get one. And this person mm-hmm. was like, what? Yeah. Because they were telling them, telling us, like, well, how do you, what do I say? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. Yeah, that's I was like, oh, yeah, that, that's your own shit. Because, uh, you know, I'm on a situation where I could afford my significant other not to have a job. Yeah. Um. All right. Other things I have randomly on my list. You kind of like baseball. Whatever happened. I heard the Astros cheated in a pretty Bro, substantial so way. And like, I, what's going to happen to them? So that is uh, it's crazy. Yes, that's because the literally one story that I, I actually read up on um, on baseball recently. And what they were doing is they were just utilizing the phone and talking with their bullpen on figuring out how to catch the calls from the, that they're the pitcher and catcher are going with. Right. And I'm like, that's insane and then they were bashing um, on a trash can right to like yeah, signal to the batter that, then they would hit the trash cans or some sort of can they had in there to let them know curveball fastball slider and it's like well my, my whole thing about all this is if you're that good and it took you two years for anyone to find out props to you right? that's right i think <laughs> it's interesting in the sense that baseball is the one sport that i could think of that if you're not cheating you're not trying it's is exactly like right. Is actually an unwritten rule for sure, right? Like, I mean, yeah, we, we a little did Vaseline in, in your uh, yep. chest hair, you know, whatever you got to do to get. Like, this is a very well known thing. Amphetamines for years and years. They didn't yes. start testing amphetamines until after steroids. By mm-hmm. the way, even though like Willie Hayes or Willie Mays apparently fucking was on amphetamines every game he ever played. Yeah. And um, so anyway, there's the people have always done shit in baseball to cheat. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm kind of run. I kind of respect it. Um, I do think it completely takes away the greatness of all of their hitters. Uh, agreed. Um, Not because, their pitching. No. Their pitching and whatever, but they're, they're... They're hitting because you're right. And and so I, I actually had this discussion with somebody because I've got a few buddies that, that one of them that made it pros that he's, you know, he's all about that's That's not a good thing, but he's a pure baseball person, but he also hates steroids because he didn't get to the pros long enough because the person above him was someone right. who's known for steroids. So it just, it, it happened. But the reason I bring that up is I think there's a huge difference on 
someone who is batting with steroids and someone who is batting that knows what pitch is calling. Right. I will guarantee you it doesn't matter how many steroids you have. I agree. It is not going to make a difference if you can't hit the ball. Right. But if I know there's a slider coming, guess what? I'm going to crouch that plate and I'm going to knock the hell out of it. Right. That's just it. Well, in the steroid argument, the thing that always gets lost to people, it's not because it's going to make the ball go for it. It's going to make you be recovered quicker. Mm -hmm. You'll be in better, like, overall condition and shape and ready to go. So that will help for sure. 12 solid swings in one bat and not be tired. Right. So Um, it would help in some ways, but... I, yeah, I think knowing the pitch is uh, – I remember way. playing whatever the EA game was on Xbox. Where you could guess? And then uh, – well, I like screen – or looking at my friend's hands. Oh, yeah. Because the ball would disappear. <laughs> yeah. And so like you look out of the corner of your eye if you're the batter to yeah. see where they would have their right stick in the plate. Like, okay, two-seam basketball. We and you're it. like, all right, it's the bottom left, bottom left. Yep. I can see for it. Uh, so anyway, that's just how baseball works. But I Agreed. No, it's, it is crazy. I, I don't know if anything's going to come out of it. I mean, I don't know what you could do to them, but I mean, because this is the thing is, in, like in high school, we had signals when you were at second base. It's like when your arms were out straight out, it was a fastball. When you dropped your arms down, that means it was any sort of off speed, right? And that's just that's just what you did once you watched and figured out, you know, what their cadence was, right? Because again, that's the goal to me is to plan and strategize and then adjust while you're there at the games. And if you can catch on to their signals. I'm sorry, especially as a professional, you should change your shit up. Right. It ain't difficult. I mean, honestly, I don't think it'd be that hard to just rub your eye with one hand on second base while, yeah. Well, and I'm just like, you do all kinds of stuff. Well, I'm just like, and if, if you guys have, because they said that they had this thought that they might be stealing their signs, change it. Right. These are professional athletes. If you can't change the cadence of the pitch count, then get the hell out of here. Um, all right, what else we got on our little list here uh, to talk about? I do have one thing. Yeah, go for it. Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn and Martha Ford for the Detroit Lions, my shitty Lions. Yeah. By the way, I bought the best koozie ever in Detroit. Oh, yeah, you went to the Detroit game on Thanksgiving. I did. They lost. Yeah. Still a good game. I had a great time, except for leaving. Worst thing ever. Um Literally every person was going the opposite direction. This one line was not. Dude, I fucking killed it. When me and Skinny left, the uh, Thunder games went to the Thunder yeah. game the day after. Um, I had to drive, which was annoying because it was Skinny's car because my car, I couldn't drive at the moment. Uh-huh. And so I take Skinny's big-ass fucking Yukon or whatever the fuck he drives. <laughs> Tahoe, maybe? Yep. I don't know. Fucking big-ass motherfucker. And Skinny's Guala gets stolen the night before. That's why I have to fucking oh, drive because his wall got stolen to have a license. So I drive us up there in his little floating-ass car. You know, every time you turn, it feels like you're floating <laughs> yep. and shit. I was yep. like, God, dude, I'm going to fucking wreck. <laughs> I kept telling him. I was like, I'm going to wreck your fucking car. Um, but I made it. Got there just in time. I happened to park at the perfect spot where I just walked down the lane of where we parked, went up and up some staircase, and I'm right in front of the fucking arena. That was perfect. And then when we get up to the door, uh, there was one side that was like, no no one was in fucking line. Uh-huh. And there were these two crazy black dudes waving wands like old men. And Skinny yep. was like, we're going to them. And I was like, all right. <laughs> and they're like, express through. Let's go, guys. And we like just, I mean, I probably passed 200 people that were outside the building. And then, uh, so we go through and get up there and everything was great. And then when we left, I was like, well, it's pretty easy. So we went down there and got out and I beat everyone. It was also getting the can in the last second. So yeah. no one got like a jump on anybody. Mm-hmm. So like me and Skinny's nimble ass as we got Just out of there. Getting, no, I mean, it, it was, it was yeah, nuts. you and a family. Yeah. And I remember going to Cowboys games with my papa when I was younger. And that was all, I mean, if we were saying the whole thing, 
Yeah, it we was did. a two hour fucking adventure afterwards in the parking lot. Oh, for lot. sure. Just to get out of the parking lot, like two hours of adventure, like just got out of the parking lot of fucking wands waving you and guys, you know, like, all right, now it's you. And you so I'm uh, glad we didn't park in the main parking because find it crazy that you can't tailgate in the main parking area. Um, they have designated zones for tailgating. Um, yeah, corporate ass seems, NFL, which just seems strange. Um, so that wasn't too <laughs> difficult, but I mean, it was a little crazy. Um, navigating that 34 foot RV out of that place. Right. Um, that I didn't drive. My pops did. Um, but they don't have a lot of, you can't do left turns in most lights. You have to do what's called a Michigan left turn, which is you pass the light and you do a U-turn and then you come back to the light and you make a right. All right. And this freaked me out the first day. Okay. I, again, Michigan, by the way, they just passed legal full recreational legal, right. uh, but they do, they do accept, uh, outside medical. Uh, well, some places do, and uh, so I, I'd smoke. My cousin's driving. We're sitting there chilling at a stoplight. And again, I'm used to Oklahoma. Left lane turns first. Then your other two lanes go or whatever. Their two lanes go and they turn stop. We didn't ever turn. I was like, oh, okay, you know how sometimes it misses you. Right. That's fine. Then she starts going. And I literally flip out. <laughs> because I'm not ready for it. I'm thinking we've got a whole other light to come. So I'm looking out here waiting for these cars to come. And I see those lights standing still, but we're moving. And I was like, what are you doing? Lexi, stop. It's a red light. And then she had to explain to me, no, left hand, left lights turn. The ones that are allow you to turn left are after the other two lights go. It's weird. I I, I absolutely I mean, hate their driving. Yeah. And then their streets, I feel like, are itty bitty. Honestly, if I ever move and I do, I would love to move somewhere. I want to move somewhere. I never have to have a car. Yeah. Like, I just want to have to drive. Like, I'll live in fucking goddamn tall-ass building. I'll get out and fucking take a goddamn bus or whatever, yep. walk places. Uh, I'm just kind of overdriving. I drive a lot these days. Yeah. And uh, I have for years, yep. it seems like. And everyone's fucking shitty. Four times in the last week, a school bus has tried to hurry up and pull out in front of me before I get oh there. And I'm like, God. what the fuck? Like, here's my big issue these days, right? And this is my biggest problem with people, I mm-hmm. guess, and their driving. Is everyone's trying to hurry up and turn in front of you before you get there? Yeah, they're not like, well, hey, there's one guy. We'll Let's let just him let go. him go, and then and I'll then, pull up because there ain't nope. fucking no one behind him. <laughs> no, everyone's nope. like, I'm pulling out now, and you're behind me, and it's like, are you? Fu-? And I still do the old school way. I'm like, there's one guy away, you yep. know, whatever, because I'm not gonna get one's way. And then when there's fucking school buses doing it, when I'm like, I'm gonna fucking hit your ass. Yeah. Oh god, like I just don't get it drives me insane people are ridiculous i mean there's a new law about cell phones i hear i don't think anyone cares i heard there was a new law that they catch on your cell phone after december 1st and give you a big ass ticket if they see you looking down at it like if they can tell you're looking down at your phone or some shit but uh i watch people every day i just stare at their fucking faces whenever i'm at stoplights and i watch everyone pass me as they're like reading their text message and they're like never looking up and i'm like Literally eight out of ten people are not looking at the road when they pass me during no. the day. And I'm like, that's crazy. What's Ag- wrong with you people? Agreed. People are the worst drivers when it comes to texting. I, I don't know how many people I see that like I look at my phone when I'm in a stoplight. Stoplight only. It. And honestly, um, even then it's just to turn to a podcast or something. I don't even and that's it. And my pe my coworkers get mad at me. Yep. Cause they'll text me and shit when I'm on the road. And I'm like, I ain't fucking looking at my phone while I'm driving. And they act like I should. So I guess we're the weird ones. But anyway, um, 
The only last thing I can think is because I brought it up uh, earlier this week to the other person involved, but I won't mention who they are because they'll get embarrassed. Um, but remember when we had our apartment and we had that old lady that lived below us and then she got mad because I had sex? Yes, and she used to beat on the floor with the broom. Yeah, and she'd be like, be but it was quiet. we had a weird relationship with her, honestly. She loved you. Yes. And I didn't talk to her because I don't talk to fuckers. Because <laughs> I talk to almost everyone. And her room was under my room or something. Yes. And because I'd say we had sex about the same amount of times, maybe even you more. But she yeah. just got mad about me. I guess she I was just, fat. I don't, <laughs> yeah, know. I don't know. No, I was big back then. I was just like, how about y'all uh, just don't fucking live there if you have a problem yeah, with it? you got an issue. They'll be on the first floor. She was, yeah, she was absolutely nuts, man. I mean, she was not as crazy as the adult children. Um, yeah, so we lived in these apartments, and so below us was an old lady who got mad that we had, I had sex. Um, and then across from her were these couple, uh, between the old late, old couple, you know, I would say they're probably, not trying to mean, at least over 400 pounds between the sure. older couple, right? And uh, they had an adult daughter who had a boyfriend who between them combined was probably like 550. Oh, so they were big. You know, they were real big and they were both in GED classes and not looking good at all on passing that. No. And they would sit no matter what the temperature was outside on that front porch and he would never have a shirt on. Right. And they would sit like children. They didn't cross he their legs. He was probably like 320. Yeah. I mean, he was he was a big dude. And then she was also large. large she large. was bigger than him. I mean, yeah, for sure. But they just sat there. Smoked their cigarettes like no one's business with their legs spread wide open, welcoming the world. Right. Could barely get around them. And it was just weird, man. That they were they were absolutely nuts. Um, but there was we we had crazy people that lived below us, but almost honestly, almost everyone who lived like right across from us really wasn't bad. The first people that were right across from us, they were a couple that yeah, the had couple. oiled up their windows and never talked to anybody. Yes. Which is fine. They were the best. Right. Honestly, they were the best. And then after that, we got the young guys who were in the fraternity we were in, yep. but we weren't active anymore. Nope. Um, so we didn't really have to see them too often. Yeah. And now know. Dom lives there. Yeah, now Dom lives <laughs> there. Um, I'll have to get Dom back over here sometimes. Everything looks sad in his life. I don't know. Yeah, he needs, he, needs, he needs to smoke some pot, man. I know. He like, just grow your own. By the way, he's one of those red are you gonna, black are you going to grow? Here. Um, if I ever go to a place again, I don't want it to get moldy. Yeah. Um, and my house is old and shitty. Um, if I could get it somewhere in here, and I probably could get a tent, but honestly, in the last four months, there would have been no money to like to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I, I feel it. I mean, because it it does add an added expense. Right. Um, so maybe if I ever get ahead of some shit, yeah, uh, I will. But just let me know, man. Because like I say, well, we've got obviously plenty of stuff we can. Right, but no, I I'm honestly enjoying. It. We were able. I didn't have a whole lot to bring down, but we have some to smoke on. So I'm right, well, yours that. actually looks good because something I complain about on here with Snappy from time to time mm-hmm. is uh, you know, good part back in the day. I mean, y'all go look at old fucking pictures of high times. It just had crystals. You know, you could just see the crystals on like the normal leaves and the bud and mm-hmm. the all that shit. And that's just something that doesn't. You go to Spencer's now, and you just don't. You see just it. don't see it. You, you don't see it. Period. You do not see many people with crystals. Even when I went to Denver. Yeah, theirs wasn't. Now theirs was good, smelled good, tasted great. I would say better than anything you know I've gotten here. Yeah, um, but theirs didn't have visible hard crystals, you know, or whatever. But the, your stuff uh, did. I mean, you can see it just a normal lot. Yeah, just, yeah, just a normal sh- shining uh, it on there. I mean, like not like a flash, like fucking dim ass yellow yeah, lot we have you here. Can, you, you can see, see it. it so. I mean, it's honestly 
to me, it's it's literally TLC throughout the entire process. And uh, so when we went to Michigan, just real quick, my uncle, he grows up there. Um, they have a large um, commercial operation. Uh, they, they grow in dirt, which is a little bit different. But uh, beside the point, we were we were talking um, about crystals and, and, and growing and all that. And it amazes me that people that he did, but some of the people who are in the room are talking with this don't understand that that's the trichomes. Right. That they give you the, the high effect or the CBD right. um, pain relief effect. And it, it just, it blows my mind. And so um, I'm actually, when I go back home tomorrow, I have got to check on them to see, cause I, I do a 90, uh, a 90, 10 Amber. As soon as I see about 10% Amber, I'm going to cut them um, because the ones I have are sativa uh, I don't really want them to get too much of a cow chalk effect. And then the indigo ones, I usually let go a little bit more into the indigo. So I can't have or a little more into that amber so I can get that cow chalk effect. Right. Um, but I'm I'm really excited to see some of these new ones. I've got two platinum cakes, a Hindu kush that's currently in flower. Those will all be done in the next week and a half or so. Um, and then I have got seven other plants going. And I'm doing something that I've I've not done, which is planting two plants in one bucket. I'm trying to do a super crop where they just grow straight up real fast. They'll only be in veg for a couple of weeks to get their roots, and boom, they go right into flower. Um, where normally they're in there for 60 to 90 days. Right. Um, but it, like I said, I, I honestly love the growing process. It's it's one of my favorite things to do. Um, I, I hope that we can move eventually with commercial, but all of this new rules. By the way, anyone who's on that state question 806, I'm going to say no. Just, what is it? it um, it's recreational legally. Okay. Um, but it takes away things like home grow. Um, and the THC is laughable. It's 0.03%. Oh, uh, yeah. I can't even try no. to make that low of a THC on my I mean, I that's, mean that's just the CBD shit. But yeah, that's just, it's, right. it's not needed. But, anyways, like good I said, to know. good to know. Yeah. Um, all right, man. Well, I guess we're good enough. We'll make it work. All right. Uh, we'll take a quick break and then me and you are doing some shit that's coming out next month. Hell yeah. I'm living in the future. This episode will come out for like another week or two. So just how it is. But, Dope. Um, all right. Thanks, man. Peace.
Elmo makes beats. Yeah.